0: Om Apyayantumamangani Vaprāṇascakṣa śrotramato balamindriyāni ca sarvāni Sarvam brahmau paniṣadam Maham brahmani rākūryām Maham brahmani rākūryām Maham Anirā karṇam astu, anirā astu Tadātmani nirateya Upanishat sudharmās Te mai santu, Te mai santu Om shānti Shruti smṛti alayam karunalayam namamibhagavat pādam saṅkaram loka saṅkaram saṅkaram saṅkarāchāryam kishavam vādarāyanam sutrabhāśyakrutavande bhagavantav punappunah Vishwaro Ratmedi Murti Bheda Vibhāgine Vyomagat Vyāptadehāya Dakshinā Murtaye Namaham Omityet Daksara Mudgītam Upāsita Om Itesh Yudgayate Om Itesh Yudgayate Gauni <coughs> Asambhavad Naviyat asvitehe. <coughs> Nakhalu akasam utpadyate. Naviyat means naviyat utpadyate, nakalu akasam utpadyate. The proposal heres pratignya is pratijña is, that is, akasa is not created, is uncreated, is The proposal heres is pratijña is, that is, akasa is not created, is uncreated, is nityam, is eternal. Why do you say that, Kasmar? Ashwatehe, that's the Hetu. Niyasya utpatti prakrane, shavanam asti. Vedanta Egadeshi says that the utpatti prakrane, in the context of creation, we do not find akasa or space being mentioned as the element that is created. Resorting to the Upanishad, which begins which describes the creation beginning with teja hai or the element fire. <coughs> so when the Vedanta Ekadeshi said that, the pura says astido. But in that so Alright. Ma nama kasasya chandu gevudpati. You're right. Then in Chandra Upanishad this There is no mention of creation of space. Shrutiyantarethu asti. Then the Shruti, namely, the Taitriya Upanishad he said, Definitely there is this mention. Tasmādva etasmād ātmanah Atmanaha, Akasha Sambhuta. From the Brahman, which is itself, Akasha was born. So Akasha got created. Akasha was born. So it very clearly says that Akasha, Sambhutaha, the space was born, meaning space is created. <coughs> so the point of Purapakshi is that, which means that there is vipratesha, mutual contradiction or internal contradiction in the Shruti itself. Therefore, Shruti is not Pramana. So this is the point that the Purapakshi is driving at. <coughs> different reasons were given. (coughs) So the Vedanni said that even though Chandogya does not specifically mention Akasha, but you can… by inference, you can say that Akasha must have been created. Then the answer is given, how can one creator do two things? create akasha as well as fire. So how can they be done two things? One creator cannot simultaneously create more than one thing. So then proposal is given. Why not that the creator created them one by one? First he created akasha, then he created space. Why not that way? He says, no. But Chandogya says that the Tejaha, the element fire, is created first. That being the case, there can be two first things. <coughs> Suppose you want to say that the creator simultaneously created Akasha and fire together. Then also what happens is that the Taittiriya says that the Akasha fire, Agni, was created Vayu? vayu Agni. Also, the Chandogya says the fire is created first. So, if you say, and the, there that, that can be two first. only one thing can be first. So, it is difficult to reconcile between these two shutis, and therefore, there is a contradiction between the two shutis. Therefore, the Upanishad is not Pramad. So, that Ekadeshi comes back again. And gives another proposal. Gaoni asambhavad. So, Nasti vyatha utpattihi ashruteheva. Again, we say that really space is not created because the Upanishad doesn't mention. Yatuhitara vyat utpati vadhi shutihi udahuta sa gaoni bhavidamanati. So this statement in Taittiriya Upanishad that from Atma Akasha was created or Akasha was born, it should be taken in a secondary sense, not in a primary sense. You should not take the meaning literally. Why? Why not? Even the Upanishad says that asambhava, because it is not possible that space can be created. The so space does not possess the requisite samagri to be created. Nī ākāśasya utpatti sambhāyatum shakya śrimat kanabhuk abhiparāyam sāyashu jīvatsu Look, as far as the creation is concerned the kanadās or vaishesha-gadās the authorities to tell us how creation can take place. And what do they say? The Kana Samagri Asambhavad Akasha se Varayati. The Vaisheshika se Akasha se Utpatim Varayati. They negate or set aside the creation of Akasha on the ground that there is no adequate samagri, no adequate material or the causes available for the space to be created. Samavai, asamavai, nimitta kāyane vyohikela saram utpadyyamānam samutpadyyate. whatever is created is found to be created when these three causes are present. So, samavai, asamavai, nimitta. Samavai means inherent, intrinsic. Asamavai, not inherent, except incidental. And nimitta, the instrumental cause. Just as the creation of cloth, you require this samavai karma, the material cause, inherent cause which is the yarn or the thread, you require asamvayakaranam, the sanyoga, the, the conjunction or the joining of the threads, union of the threads, because then alone the cloth can be created. So that sanyoga, sanyoga means the contact or the union or conjunction of the different threads also is required for the class to be created. And Nimitta Karan, of course, is the weaver, is the Karanam, and it requires his, you know, instruments, the machines to create them. <coughs> and what should be the nature of Samvayakaranam? Dravyasya cha ye kajati yakam, dravyam kam bhavati. The sambhai the material cause should be ekam, anekajātiyam, anekam. It must be ekajātiyakam, must be of the same class, the same time consisting of many members. Like the yarn is the material cause for the class, so yarn is, there must be many yarns available, ekam. All the yarns must belong to the same category, and there should be yarns, and there should be many. Then alone, the sanyoga or association between them is possible. So, only in samvayakaram, the inherent cause is like this like the yarn and the thread, which is of the same class and many in numbers, then alone, a karam, their sanyoga or their contact or union is possible. But we do not find any Druvya, any material which can become the material cause for Akasha which satisfies this criterion that it should be of one class and many members must be there, then alone they can join to create Akasha or anything like that. It means, We cannot conceive of any material of the is made. And that material must be many in number so that they can unite with each other and thus create what we call space. We do not see anything like that. As far as the other elements are concerned, there are the atoms. And attempts are of the same class like vāyu, agni and many in number so that they can join with each other to create the gross element. <coughs> in case of space, such a thing is not there. anugraha purukam eva so when the Sambhavai and Asambhavai, these two causes are not there, then Nimitta karam, which requires these two, that Nimitta Karana is far-fetched, you know, it's not possible. <coughs> That's one thing. Second reason, Asambhavat. First Asambhava is that the requisite Samagri in the form of the three causes is not available. Secondly, Asambhavat, praagabhava at because Praagabhava, the prior non-existence of space also is not there. So how do you decide the Praagabhava? When something is not there at this moment and then it comes into being, then you know that before this moment it did not exist. Like a part did not exist before it's creation. Therefore, the state of the part before the creation is called prior non-existence or pragava. So that is a requisite condition for creation, that a thing should not exist before it came into being. If it existed before it came into being, then you cannot say it came into being. Therefore, prior non-existence is, is necessary for something to be born. And when something is not there, when space is not there, so what's the nature of space? To accommodate is the nature of space. So if space is not… So if the space is created, that means that space did not exist before its creation. That means that accommodation is not possible at some point in time. Avakāsya pradātru akasam. To accommodate is the nature of space. Like We know that space is because all the different objects are accommodated in space. If space was not there, then this accommodation would not be there. So, did a time ever exist when things were not accommodated? Now, according to Vaisheshikas, there are many eternal things. Including the five elements, also are eternal. Dikkala, the space and time, also are eternal. Atma, manaha, and the self and the mind, they are all eternal things. What is eternal? Mean? Eternal means that they always are there. And whenever something is there, it requires accommodation. That means that the accommodating space must have been there earlier, also, otherwise, how can they exist? and so we cannot imagine the prior non-existence in the space because accommodativeness always exists <coughs> this is for example fire now fire is definitely created when can you say that When there was a time when there was no fire, what happens when there is no fire? Then there is no light. Fire does two things, it illumines and it burns. That means that there must have been a time when the illumination was not there and when the heat or burning was not there and then it came into being, then you can say that the fire is created. PRAGUTPATTE PRAKASHADHIKARYAM NA BHAHUVA PASCHACHA BHAHATITI Give you an example of Teja, of fire. PRAGUTPATTE PRAKASHADHIKARYAM NA BHAHUVA So, the karya, the effect that the fire brings about namely illumination that did not exist before the creation of fire. So, there was a time when there was darkness and then fire came into being. When fire illumines, it also simultaneously dispels the darkness. At the same time, fire is hard, therefore it cooks things also. So this dispelling of darkness, cooking etc. did not exist at a given time and then they came into being. Then we say that the fire was created. Akasha <coughs> But as far as akasha is concerned, space is concerned, the nature of space is to accommodate. You cannot imagine a time when accommodation was not there. Is it possible for you to determine that utpate prah that before the creation of suppose space is created then before creation of space there was not there was a time when accommodation was not there. So anavakasham, asushiram, a chidram, a was not there, a chidra was not there, a cavity was not there, a hole was not there. Can you imagine that? That such a condition was there because the atoms were always there. The what the element Akasha does is it accommodates the tangible or things with form. asti paramanu ashwatvata. So paramanas are always there according to the endeavour. The paramanas require space to exist. So akasha must be there to give to accommodate this paramanas, even the time of pralaya. So akasa must be there. Ataha na pragabhava ityarthah Therefore, we cannot arrive at the pragabhava, the prior non-existence of space. Therefore, another asambhava, asambhava. Therefore, the space could not have been created. Shasthula ashraya Avakasha Avakasha is Sulashraya, which accommodates all these tangible things with forms. Sukshmashraya, so sukshmashraya, chidram anvashraya, sushiram, that which accommodates sukshma is called chidram, that which accommodates the atoms is called the sushiram. That's how they explain. Now we continue. The third reason given why Akashya could not have been created. So we can understand where the Vaisheshika are coming from. Why do they say that the space is eternal? Because they cannot see how space could possibly be created. The conditions required for creation of space cannot be imagined to exist. So Ratnaprabha says in the fourth line, page 501, Kinchaya Atvat. They accept that Atma is not created. Economy mind also is not created. So like space, just, just like self. Just as Atma or the Self is not created, similarly also space is not created. <coughs> Why do you say? Vibhudvat, because space is all-pervasive, Atma is all-pervasive. So number one, Atma is not created, that is accepted. Now, Atma is all-pervasive, that also is accepted. So whatever is all-pervasive is not created. And space is all-pervasive, therefore, space also is not clear. That's how the argument is. Ātmāt. So, Ātmā nijāyadeh – Ātmā is not born. And Ātmā is… that is accepted. And Ātmā is removed. Ātmā is all-pervasive. Therefore, whatever is all-pervasive is not born. And Vivutvas, space is all pervasive, therefore also, space also is not born. Aspashadrabyatwatcha. And also nothing can touch Akasha. Akasha is untouchable, meaning cannot be touched. <coughs> if you look at the nyā in niriday, niravava yava dribatwat, aspashadrabjatwata What's the nature of Akasha is dharabya all right, but then what kind of dharabya? Niravayavam, partless. Akasha does not consider parts, ātma also is niravayava, then alone it can be vibhū. Something, for something to be all pervasive, it must necessarily be partless. If it has parts then it must be confined in space. So for something not to be confined in space, it must necessarily be without components. Then it cannot be aggregate, It is partless. And second thing is, nothing should affect it. If something can affect it, then destruction can happen. See, these four elements, earth, water, fire and air, can affect each other. They can destroy each other. The air can destroy earth, fire also can destroy, water also can destroy. They are all sparshadrava, means they are all subject to being contacted by something. But space cannot be destroyed by anything because nothing… So fire also cannot destroy space, earth cannot destroy space. (coughs) It's indestructible and never uncreated. (coughs) So, kincha akasha na jayate vibhutvat niravayava dravyatvat asparsha dravyatvacha. Three reasons are, <coughs> reasons are given why akasha is not created. Vibhutvat, because it is all pervasive. Niravayava dravyatvat, it is a dravya which is partless. Without it is not an aggregate. Now, earth is an aggregate thing. What also consists of drops, fire also, all these are consisting of atoms. idea is. Asparasadravya <coughs> tvar, and it is, not a, it is not subject to being contacted or touched, yoga is not possible for anything with akash. <coughs> so that's what Bhastagara says. Prativyādi Vaidharmiyāccha Duhutvādi Lakshanā Ākāśasya Ajatva Siddhī Prativyādi Vaidharmiyāccha is Dharma Dharma of the Akasha is quite different from the dharma of other four elements, prithvi, etc. <coughs> because Akasha is all pervasive, any other four elements are not pervasive, they are confined to given space. Ākāśaśya ajatva siddhi Therefore also, so we know that prithvi is created. Water is created, fire is created, air is created, because they are there created, and they are not all pervasive. Where space is of a different class, it is all pervasive, therefore it does not possess the same dharma that other four elements possess. So, other four elements are, are subject to being one, ākāsha is ajaha-ajam or ajaha-unborn. आकांसर से अजयत्व सिद्धी But all your Anumana contradicts what the Shruti says that Akasha was created. Therefore, the Ekadeshi says, therefore, the Shruti must be taken in a secondary sense. The Anumana. So, the creation, the birth of Akasha. Is denied on the basis of Anumana. Although you cannot prove śruti wrong on the basis of Anumana, but asambhava Anumana, the requisite causes are not available, that it does not have Prabhava prior non-existence, and it is partless in all pervasive That being the case, these Anumanas or these influences, Establish that Akasha is unborn. But Uktanumananam Utpattya Shruti Virodam. But your Anumana inferences they go against what the Upanishad says that Akasha was created. Tasya Kaunatvam. There were the Ekadeshi says there were the Utpattya Shruti. The Shruti statement, that talks of Utpakti of the space must be taken in the secondary sense, not in the primary sense. Because it Pramananta it contradicts the Anumana Praman. So, what should I say to Akasham Aakash o iti evam jati yaka hai, gaunah prayogo bhavate, yasach hai, ghatah kash hai, karkah kash hai, gruha kash iti ek asya vyaakash asya Evam Jati Yakoveda Vyapadesha Golu Bavati Vedepi Aranyana Akasheso Al Hirana Evam Utpatishutirape Goni Drastavya. So now concludes, conclusion is that the Upanishad, the Shruti of the Pathaitriya, was taken in a gauna or a secondary sense. It is not unusual. yatha just as in our day-to-day interaction. Ākāsam kuru, create the space, meaning give room, give accommodation. So Ākāsam kuru, create accommodation. Akasha jataha. The room is given, create, you know, the accommodation is given. <coughs> Even though Akasha can't be born, still is it Akasha jataha. When you construct a room, then room space is created. Or Akasha some guru, give him some room. Give him some space. Then this fellow moves about a cycle like we are traveling in a train. Then six people are already sitting on the bus. And then this seventh fellow, they somehow squeeze him in, you know. So, akasham give him room. So, you say, room is given, room is created. These are all secondary uses because the space is not created. So, <coughs> The evam jātiyako gaunaḥ prayoga bhavadī yathāca ghatākāśa karakākāśa. <clears> this <throat> ālokādivat ākāśasya pradheśa vedvatvat mukhyam janmaitāśaṅkya. But oh, wait a minute. So whichever is confined to any place is always created. Akasha also is confinement. Because gata kasha, karaka kasha, the space within a part, the space within a picture, the space within a room, so therefore space also is divided, is confined to space. So therefore, pradesha bhedvatvaat Mukyam Janma. So when space is space itself is confined to locations then it must have the primary birth. It is asking to even looks like the when a ghatah or a pot is created then pot space is born. When the room is created room space is born. So there is no real birth. There is also the Gauna Prayagar in a secondary sense. (coughs) So, Yathacha, Ghatakasha, the space in a pot, Karakakasha, the space in a jar, Gluakasha, the space in a house, the space in even the space is one, even Jati Yaka, Veda Vepadesha, Gauna Bhavati. Even then, Veda Vyapadesha, the designating or uttering that the space is within the room, space is within the pot, space is within the jar. (laughs) Everybody knows that space is not within them, they are all within space. And therefore, even though in our day to day interaction, we do say the space in the room, space is created, space is in the room. But we know that space is not in the room, room is in the space. So otherwise at Veda, if the spaces were really different, then definitely they would have been created. Like the earth is, you know, here and not there, confined, then you know that it is created. Fire is here and not there, so it is confined. Water is here, not there, it is confined. Air is here, not there, confined. When that is there, definitely it is created. So then the space also is there within room and space also is there within a pot. Says that is the Gona prayoga. that's the secondary usage and not the primary usage. (coughs) All right, so in the laukika, in the day-to-day life, you are using these expressions in a secondary sense, but in the Vedas also, there, is a, there are statements which appear to mean that the space is confined. So, what Veda says must be taken in a primary sense. So to that the Puru Pakshi said on the Vedebi, Puru means Ekadesh, Vedepi Aranyan, Akasheshu, Alaverandi, Alaverandi sacrifice, Akasheshu in the spaces, Aranyan, the forest animals. So forest animals are sacrificed in spaces, Akasheshu, spaces. As though there are many spaces. So the word Akasha is used in plural. As though there are many spaces, but there also really many spaces are not there. iti Vedavya Padesha, Govana. Even that Akasheshu. Many spaces, that expression, many spaces, which seem to indicate that spaces are many, also is gavana, is also in a secondary sense. <coughs> so that's the Vedicodāhyāna. No? evam shruti api evam in this manner also, when Upanishad says, Etasmāt, atmana Akasha, Sambhutaha. From Atma, the Akasha was born. That also should be taken in a governor, secondary sense. In that case, what will happen? Then it does not contradict the Sandhukya Shruti, which is primary. That means that there is no contradiction among the Shrutis. Therefore, the Shruti is Pramanya. So, that way, this Ekadeshi is helping us. By establishing the Pramanya Vashruti. But the way he is doing it, he is hurting us. He is helping us in one way. But then, the way he is doing us, he gives reality to space. And that way, he is establishing the Pramanya. We want to say that, no, space is Mithya. And therefore, the creation is not to taken in a primary sense to the all of this is merely uh, is only the It is only meant to establish the non-duality of Brahman, and therefore there is no order and there is no sequence and there is no consistency as far as the description of the creation is concerned. It is not because the Upanishads is contradict each other. It is because the Tātpār is not there. Upanishad does not have does not have the intended meaning of conveying the real creation. This is only to show that creation is mityā and Brahma is satyam. This is the Vedantin's argument. This argument, you know, supports the consistency. But then, it is based on giving reality to Srishti. Therefore it is not total Vedanta, Therefore, Vedanta Ekadeshi. <coughs> then says, let further. Na kevalam tarkad akashasya Anutpati, kintu Shruti topi itiyaha sutra kāraha. Same, Ekadeshi continues. Nakhevalam tarkat Akasasya anutpattihi. Akasasya anutpattihi. The, that the space is not created, is not merely by tarka or the reasoning, kintu shruti taapi. Even there are statements in the Shruti, in the Vedas, which seem to indicate that Akasha is unborn, is birthless or therefore is not created. Therefore, says the next sutra, Shabdhacha. cha means api. Shabdhad api. What it should mean is Shabdhad api even because of the Shabda. What is Shabda? Shabda means the Shruti statement. Understand? Vayuscha idam amruta mityadi shutav. At one point in time, Bhuvarandi Kopanijak says that Vayu also is immortal, space also is immortal. Akasha amruta shabda darshanat. Therefore, we find the word amruta, immortal, being used for the Akasha also. Therefore, na Akasha ischa Therefore, Akasha is not created. So further argument. And if ākāsā is not created, then the Shuddhi, the satan, described the creation of ākāsā must be taken in the secondary sense. The dhyāsashti, Mahāshakara explains the sutra. Shabdha Kalu Akasasya Ajatvam Khyapayati So Shabdha Chya is explained Shabdha Kalu Akasasya Ajatvam Khyapayati That's the meaning of that sutra. This is Hetu. As far as the Pratignya is concerned, it is continued. Naviyat is a Pratignya. Then gauri asambhavār. Then Shabdhacha. So navyat utpadyate Shabdhacha Because of shabdādati, because of shabdā also. Shabdāya khalubhū ākāśasya ajatvam khyāpāyati. Shabdā meaning the words or the statements of the Upanishad also khyāpāyati. It declares or reveals the ajatvam, the birthlessness of space. says, what is that? Yataha ahad vayus cha antariksham cha idam amrutam ite Yataha, because the suti says, vayus cha antariksham cha idam amrutam. This vayu and antariksham space are amrutam, immortal. Then says in Yanir, shuvate, Natu anutpatte. The Upanishad says that the space is immortal, that does not mean it is not created. So, Upanishad, Shabda, you say Shabda because of the statement of Upanishad. But Shruti doesn't say that it is not created. Shruti says that Akasha is Amrutam, immortal. It doesn't say not created. So Vashyakara says, Nahi Amrutasya Utpatihi Upapadhyade <coughs> Amrutasya Utpatihi Nahi Upapadhyade Certainly, what is immortal cannot have birth. Jatasya through Amrutyahu. So, whatever is born will definitely perish. For something to be imperishable, it must also not have birth. Therefore, it is indicated that space does not have birth. <coughs> this is called arthabattin, artha-battin. So, Shruti does not say Akash is unborn. But Shruti says Akash is immortal. Therefore, artha By presumption, then you arrive at this, it could not have been immortal had it been born. You know? And so, Anupatti, it cannot be born, it cannot be, Shuti would not have said Amrutam immortal, had Akasha been born, therefore, Akasha is birthless. So, by Arthapatti, we arrive at this conclusion, Akasha is birthless. Shut, Shutarthapatti, Anantramaha, another Arthapatti is also being stated, Akasha Vaditi. Akashavat Sarvagatasya Nitya He. Iti Cha. Akashena Brahman Sarvagatatva Nitya Twa Bhyaan Dharma Bhyaan Upamimana He. Akashasya Bin sujave nac tadushasya utpattihi upapadyate so another shloki is quoted akashavat sarvagatasya nitya svitasudurmeshara so atma is nitya akashavat sarvagatasya nitya akasha is presented there as upama as an illustration for illustrating the nature of Atma, that Atma is Nitya, Sarvagataha Nitya. Akasha is Atma is Sarvagataha. Atma is all pervading. Akasha all pervasive, Akash, like space. Akasha is Nitya, eternal, like space. So Akasha, just space is all pervasive. And space is eternal, so also Atma is all pervasive, Atma is eternal. By that statement, idhi akashena Brahma Sarvagatva Nityatvabyam Dharma Dharma Byam Upamimana. So Shuddhi gives the Upama the comparison of Brahma with Akasha. Brahma is known as Sarvagatam. So Brahm, the Upanisha seems to say that Akasha and Brahma possess similar attributes. Brahma is all-pervasive and eternal. Akasha also is so... In order to illustrate the all pervasiveness of Brahma and eternality of Brahma, Akasha is presented as an example. To illustrate... How Brahma is all pervasive, like Akash is all pervasive, Brahma is all pervasive. How Brahma is eternal, like Akash is eternal, Brahma is eternal. That means that all pervasiveness and eternal native Akasha are established. Then only you can present them as Upama. So na Brahma, Upamimana. So when the Shabda, which gives the Upama, the comparison of um, um, Akasha with Brahmā, or uh, Brahmā with Akasha sarva sarva-gatattva, nityatva-abhyāṁ, dharma-abhyāṁ, Akasha possesses sarva all pervasiveness, nityatva eternality. Upa-imāna, tau dharma tau-dharma-su-chahedi. So this shabda also, su indicates that Akasha also, possesses these two dharma, sarvagatattvam, all pervasiveness and nityatvam being eternal. Tatavi, katam anutpattihi, all right. Suppose akasha is all pervasive, suppose akasha is nitya. For so what does that? how does it mean that he is not born? So is by Artaphat again. Subhashrakar says, What is all-pervasive and what is eternal cannot be born. If something is born, it can be confined only to space and time. If something is born, it will perish also. For something not to be confined in space, should not be born. Something eternal should not be born. So, <coughs> Then, for anutpatty, the non-creation of space, other vākya also becomes pramāṇam. Or as the uh, Ratnamadhi, nitya-bhavasya bhava. So, akasvat saragatasya sarva-katasya-nitya, nitya must necessarily anādi or beginningless. <coughs> Ashikas up for the stays. Sayata Anandoya Akasha Evam Anand Atma Veditabya Idicha Udaharam Akasha Shariram Brahma Akasha Atma Idicha itanvaya. So three udahana. illustrations are given, these three statements are given again to show how Akasha could not have been born. ānanto Anantoyam Akasha, just as I am Akasha, this phase ananta is infinite. Is not ananta, it not is boundless or infinite ananta-atma And similarly also, Atma must be known as ananta, having no end. So also, to explain how Atma is ananta, the example of space is given. That means anantyam, the infiniteness of the space is already accepted and Atma is infinite like spaces. shariram <coughs> brahma What is Brahma? Brahman is Akasha as a Shariram. Brahma is space as the body. Akasha Atma. Akasha is the Atma of the Self. Iti cha. So Akasha is Atma. And Akasha Shariram Brahma. Brahma is Akasha Shariram. Iti cha. All of these are Dhuvadaharanam. There are illustrations which clearly say that Akasha is all-pervasive, is infinite is immortal, he is unborn, therefore unborn. No way it is said Akash Ajam, you know. So none of these Shrutis seem to say Akash Ajam, but Anantam, Nityam, Vibhu. And that way, by artha-bhakti, it could not be Vibhu, could not be Ananda, could not be Nitya. Had it been born, therefore it is unborn. That is how, by artha-bhakti we arrive at this conclusion. That these shruties mean to say that the space does not have beginning or birth. Says nyay nana, Adi Mathy Avasana anantyam Anandyam. Anandayam Akasha. So Akasha Ananda Vada Ananda infinite means what? Adimadhyanta madhyanta so adi madya avasana vaiduryam which does not have ahi or madhya or avasana no beginning, no middle, no end, then only it's called ānantam. (coughs) Tat Akasasya Adi Matve na Upaddita. If Akasha had a beginning, it could not be without beginning, middle and end ātmanovi tat At because ananda-ātma vejitavya ātma also will become with beginning etc. So Akash also could not have. Khincha Neelam utpalam ituvad akashena brahmano Visheshanam Dustam. Just as Neelam utpalam a blue lotus blue is the Visheshanam, the attribute of lotus similarly also we find brahmah akashana visheshanam drishtam that brahma is qualified by akash so akasha shariram brahma tat akashasya anupabhakti matum sadhayate akasha brahma or akasha atma Jnana, Akasha Shya Utpatti Matvebi Teenam Visheshanatvam Kimnasya. The argument is that Brahman is without Utpatti. Brahman is beginningless. But then Akasha need not for Akasha to be the Visheshanam, the attribute of Brahman. Why should Akasha also be beginningless? Even if Akasha is the Litpati, why cannot Akasha become the Visheshanam, the attribute of Brahma? Just a question. Yashanka, Bahuvrihina, Tadatma avagama. Bahuvri Samasa, you find Tadatma, the identification of Akasha and Brahma. What is Bahuvrihini? See, Ratnavrava, last word, Akasha, Shariram, Asheti, Akasha Shariram, Brahma. Akasha śreeram ascha iti Ākāsah iti bho-vrihīna samya So by this Bhuri samāsa be very clear that ātinda-sāmya Samyam is a total similarity between Akasha and brahman. From what se were... Since Brahman is an Adi, Akash also is an Adi because Akasha is extremely similar to Brahman. Akash, Shariram, yasya, that's Brahman. <coughs> so Vashakara says, Nahi, Akash, Sharira, Puttima, Twe, sheshanam sambhavati nilena iva utpalasya Nani ākāśasya utpatyamattve <todic> If ākāśya was utpatyamattva Utpatyamāni ākāśya was possessed of being created at the beginning. Meaning if Akasha had a birth or created, being was created Brahmana tena vishesha then a thing brahman is birthless if akash is mad then it cannot become the vishesha because vishesha vishesha should be similar. neele ne utpalasya <coughs> then neele utpala can go together but then birthless and, and then the born cannot go together The so, akash hadn't had birth it could not be vitiation of Brahman, which is birthless. Shubhya Samhartham Samhartham Upasam So, what is established On the strength, on the base, Samarthi Arthavati. So, what is established on the base of Arthavati by the Shruti Shabda is now concluded here, says the last sentence Tasma Nityameva Akashena Sadharam Brahma Itakam Mete. So from these statements it is clear that Akasha and Brahma are very similar. So Akasha Nityameva na sagaram Brahma Brahma or Akasha is always similar to Brahma. In every way similar to Brahma. And Brahma is birthless ever, Akasha is birthless. So this is how established Akasha is not born. <coughs> Siddhana agreed, Sambhuta shabdam Adhikritya Sambhavidashankam Uchinakti Tasmadra, Eta Smad, Atmana, Akasha, Sambhuta. Very clear. Sambhuta means was <tos> born. So then, how can you say that Akasha is not born? Akasha, Sambhuta, Akasha is born. Or, you know, interesting thing is that tasmā Dva E Now, this person says Gavani Bhavitamanyaki. That Akasha Sambhava, the creation of Akasha, must be understood in a secondary sense. Meaning that Akasha Sambhutaha, the Ekadeshi established that Sambhutaha, this word Akasha born, should be taken in a secondary sense, not in a primary sense if akasha does not have uh, is not born then upanishad says akasha sambhuta akasha is born that means that that born must be taken as secondary sense <coughs> so that is no question sambhuta shabdam adhikritya sambhāvetām ashanka utchanati hey you are interpreting the word sambhuta, born in a secondary sense, no, that will bring about some difficulties. So the doubts that can arise, because of taking the word sambhuta in a secondary sense, those doubts are resolved in the next sutra. So this sambhuta, it was born, that word is interpreted in a secondary sense, as though born, means not born. But that will bring about some of the problems, or doubts, which doubts are resolved in the next sutra, Shyadity. Shyachaya, Ekasya, Brahma Shabdavata. Ekasya Sambhutah. So Brahma shabdavata. So what? Same word, can have secondary meaning. The idea is that same word can have the problem. Will be listen, Akasha Sambhutaha, Akasha Vayaho, so Vayaho Sambhutaha, Vayaho Agnihi, Agnihi Sambhuta. That goes, you know. Now that means Sambhuta word appears five times. Now you are accepting the creation of Vayaho agni Apaha, prithvi, meaning that in those four cases sambhuta means sambhuta. They accept that vayu is born, fire is born. Therefore, in those four cases, sambhuta is in a primary sense. because in a secondary sense. So in one sentence, how can you say a, a sambhuta is in secondary sense in one case, in the beginning, and later on it say uh, in a secondary case, secondary sense. That is possible. Brahma Shabdhavat. The word Brahma also is used in the same passage in a primary sense and secondary sense. Yasa, Ekasmineo Prakarane, in one Prakaranam, Annam Brahma Yatra, Brahma Shabdho Gaurna, Annam Brahmeti Vijarat, Prano Brahmeti Vijarat, Mano Brahmeti Vijarat, Vijnanam Brahmeti vijanat Anando Brahmeti brahmeti Vijarat. So first four cases, yeah. so annam brahma only in the secondary sense. anando brahmeti, that is the primary sense. So how in the same prakrana, same section, the word brahma is used in a secondary sense as well as a primary sense. So also in the same section where word can be used in a secondary sense as well as primary sense. <coughs> so this is how the doubts now sound. So Vashyagara says, Idam Sutram uttaram sutram Padottaram says, Jnana, pada vishaya uttaram, idam sutram pada vishaya chodhya uttaram. Pada is word, sambhuta. So one word, sambhuta, that Taking that in a secondary sense, chodhyam, that brings about various doubts. And this is the sutra or the aphorism that is meant as resolving those doubts which arise because of that word. So, pada uttara. That word, sambhuta, to be taken in a secondary sense brings about variety of doubts. And this sutra is an answer to those doubts says, Padottaram says, uh, Ratnavava, Sankottaram iti. it is replies different shankas. <coughs> Taniya va Padani Pachati. So what are those doubts? Now Vashakara reiterates them one by one. Syaadetatati. So Bhashri says, Syaadetat katam punaha. एकस्य Asya, शब्दस्य Shabdasya, Tasmaadvai, Etasmat Atmanah, Akashas Sambhuta, Iti Asmin Atikare Parishu, Mukhyatvam Sambhavate Akashicah Gavnatvamite <laughs> Kathampunah Ekasyah Sambhutashabdasyah Kathampunah Ekasyah Sambhutashabdasyah When Sambhutah is one Dasmahdvah E Dasmahdvah आकाश Akashah From Atmanah to Akashah is born. Yes, means Ajikaya, Adika means prakaranaya. In this particular prakarana means section describing creation. (coughs) Pareshu, Teja Prabhu, Pareshu means later on. So those which occur later on, like Tejaha. So Vayaho Agnihi, Agnehi, Apaha, Adbya, Teja because Chandaga mentions teja that word. So Tejaha means those which occur later on. Anuvartamanasya mukhyattam, anuvartaman, there is anuvartaman, anuvruti. Akasha sambhutaha, vayu sambhutaha. That word sambhutaha must be carried through. It's called anuvruti. So, anuvartamanasya mukhyatvam sambhavati. But you are accepting that vayu, agni, apaha. Or as this person said, that agni, apaha, prasivi. Mentioned in he said that birth is in a primary sense, that you are accepting. So there the word Sambhuta is taken in primary sense. mukhyatvam Sambhavati. Akasha is a gaunatvam. But the word Sambhuta mentioned with reference to Akasha is taken in secondary sense. How can it be? In the same section, how can one word have these two kinds of meanings, primary and secondary? atah Uttaram uchyate therefore the uttar is given what is it says ratna Brava. yatha likasmin brahma prakarane annam brahma anando brahme eti vakyayo brahma shabdasye anne gaunatvam आनंद मुख्यता यथा Da Prakarane in the Upanishad. Brahmati that is Brahma is secondary. the the word is in the primary sense. Listen, the two vakyas, the word Brahma with reference is in the secondary sense, with reference Ananda is in the primary sense. <coughs> Tata, ekavakyasthasya, ekasyavi, sambhuta sabdasya, similar word sambhuta which is obtained in one vakya, in one passage. Guru Mukhyaada Veda, yogyata-balāda. So therefore, guna mukhyārata the veda. Veda is there. One case is guna, other is mukhyā. In case of the ayu, akasha is guna. Other case is mukhyā, then veda can be there. So you find that kind of usage elsewhere. Find it then, here also it is possible. <coughs> it is shācchā in vāṣṭhākara this. Shācchā. Ekasya be, Sambhuta Shabdasye Vishesh Vishesh Vashar, Guna Mukhyasya, Prabhugo, Brahma Shabdavata. So that is the explanation of Sutra. Siach, Ekasya, Brahma Shabdavata. So Siach, Siach. Ekasya means ekasya be Sambhuta Shabdasya Sutra only says ekasya of one. In this particular case, ekasya, Sambhuta Shabdasya of the word Sambhuta which is one. Vishay, vishay, shavashat. Go So Brahma Shabda vishay, vishay, shavashat. Because vishay, the objects are different, and therefore the same word can have. Different meanings with reference to different objects. <coughs> <coughs> so, depending on what the word Sambhuta refers to, it can have Gavana or Mukhya, secondary and primary meaning is possible. Brahma like what Brahman is only one. But means secondary and primary with reference to different objects. So, Vashyakara says, Yatha ekasya brahma sabdasya tapasa brahma vijignasasva tapo brahma iti. Aticare and non issue go of prayer with like the word Brahma. So what does it mean? Ytha Ikasabi Brahma shabdasya. The word Brahma is only one still. Tapasa Brahma Vijignaswa. Do you know Brahman by tapas? So there were Brahman in the primary sense. Tapasa Brahma Vijignasaswa. What Brahma is in the primary sense. Tapo Brahma di. Then it says tapasa brahma tapo brahmaeti. Right. Tapas itself is Brahman, but that word Brahman is secondary sense. Tapas means alocharam, deliberation, reflection, you know, contemplation. That the word Brahma is sadhanam, it's the secondary sense. This <coughs> in the same prakranam, annaadishu, gavanak prayoga hai. Anandacha Mukya Annam Brahmeti Vijana, Prano Brahmeti Vijana, Naro Brahmeti vijanat, Vijnanam Brahmeti Vijana. In all the four cases, Anadishu Gavanam meaning is secondary. Ānando Brahmeti Vijana, Anandacha Mukya, and Ānanda it is Mukya. Uddharanan Trama So, another Uddharan is giving a Thacha idea, Masha says. You Thacha Tapasi Brahma vignana sadhane Brahma Shabdha Han Anjasatu Vijnaya Brahmani Tadvata so, tapo brahme, tato tapo brahmeti. So, it's tapasī. Tapasī is what? Contemplation. With a brahmu vijñāna contemplation is the sadhana, the means of knowledge of brahman. So, contemplation or tapasī is not brahman. It is the means of brahman. But there also the brahman is employed. So, tapasī, brahma vijnana sadhana, brahma shabda bhaktya prayur jeda means gaunya, gaunya So, the word Brahman is employed there in the secondary sense. <coughs> Anjasā means what? Mukhyavrutya. In the primary sense too, vijnaya-brahmani. So, tapasā brahma-vijijnāsaswa. May you seek to know Brahman by tapas. So, there Brahman is what? Vijnaya. So that Brahman is something to be known. So, vijnyaya, brahmani, Mukya. So in the word in Brahman, which is to be known, that word Brahman is used in a primary sense. Where tapas, which is the means of knowledge, that word Brahman is in the secondary sense. So how you find one word Brahman? In a primary sense, and secondary sense, same context. Similarly also, the one word sambhuta can be in a primary and secondary sense in different different objects. So that's how the word Sambhuta, the usage is explained. The further doubts are coming up, we'll see it next time. Om Pur Ramadav Pur Ramidam Pur Nath Pur Ramadachyade Pur Nashya purname vaa vaasishya de om shantish shantish shanti shankaram shankaraacharyam keshavam vaadaraayam sootra bhaashya krutau vandey Ishvaro गुरु रात मेरे नवरति भेदविभागी रे देहाय नमः ओम